Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Trackside. This is IMSA Radio. Hello, everybody. And it's a very good afternoon if you are just joining us here for our uh, for our broadcast and the emergency system's just gone off uh, here. Everybody's getting the buzzing noises uh, for Amber Alert here. Apologies if you heard that in the background. Uh, we're into the afternoon session. We will kick off with the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge. And we've got some video for this, um, which I wasn't expecting to see, to be honest. So it um, might be uh, worthwhile logging on to imsaradio.com, going to the hamburger on the left-hand side and going to the live video. I'll tweet that in a moment from IMSA Radio. Uh, So it is the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge for the BMW M Endurance Challenge at Daytona and it's live from here at the Daytona International Speedway let's head down to Shea Adam who is in the pitch you can give us a little bit of the atmosphere of what's going on down there it will be the TCRs to go first year it will and importantly we are missing one of our TCR contenders the number 99 from VGRT this is one of the Hyundais it is not on the pit lane. Now, if you were with us for the practice session, the second practice session for the Michelin Pilot Challenge took place this morning. Car came back in, but it was um, leaking some essential fluids, it's fair to say. That car has not made it out to the pit lane for this qualifying. There are still two other cars from VGRT, one Hyundai, that being the number 80, and one Honda, which is a remnant from what the, the team used to run, that being the number eight. That car is out on the pit lane as well, but the 99 of Tyler and Victor Gonzalez, no relation, will not be taking part in this qualifying session, and they were favorites to go out and get bowl. Well, favorites as much as you can be when the field is this stacked. Thank you, Cher. Uh, is there a choice of people to go out for this one? It's wide open. Okay. Uh, that sounds good to me. Jeremy Shaw and Peter Mackay alongside, taking in the atmosphere here. Uh, outside, the temperature is pleasant. 28 Celsius in the air, 40 Celsius on the track. That's 104 on the track and 82 Fahrenheit, Jeremy. That's starting to get a bit toasty for the Michelin tyres. Love it. Yes, it is. It is. So uh, the, the uh, it's yeah the short session, only fifteen minutes. Uh, the GS cars, um, well, both GS and TCR. Yeah, the, these tires in these sort of conditions are probably going to be at their ultimate best. Laps three, four, five, something like that. So you really want to get the car up to speed, get the brakes up to temperature, get the uh, tires up to pressure, uh, and then lay down a fast lap while the tires are absolutely at their peak. 
So it's going to be a fascinating qualifying session. We'll see the, 50, the TCR class out first for their 15 minutes and a short gap, and then 15 minutes for GS. Peter Mackay getting ready to go with some multicolored cars down on the pit lane. It's the usual thing, 15-minute sessions. Are you a fan of these short sessions? I love them, John. Uh, this is a particularly for, for touring cars, go out there and just get right right on it and grab it by the scruff of the neck. I think this is what the, the drivers will really relish. New tyres, low fuel, uh, really it's a, it's a treat. Out there right now, it is properly warm here um, at Daytona International Speedway. So the, And we've had direct sunlight really baking down on the track all day. So it will be unusually warm compared to what we can sometimes see here at Daytona at this time in late January. So it, I wouldn't say it's excessively warm. We're not at that quite that point yet, but it's, uh, it's going uh, to be nice out there. One thing I'll I'll tell you is it's going to have to go, um, it's going to have to go pretty well if it's going to beat the Mazda qualifying because we had twenty two cars in a in a train uh, round there a, a few minutes ago. Uh, let's uh, head back to Shay for an update on uh, who's in what which car. I just noticed uh, some interesting helmets behind some of the uh, wheels for Brian Hurd Autosport with uh, Kerbeck Janian. The number 33, which is the championship defending Hyundai, that one is Harry Gottsacker. It looks like Mark Wilkins' uh, helmet behind the wheel of the number 98 Hyundai. That one finished second in the championship last year. And then Taylor Hagler was piloting the number 77. So for those three cars, three interesting decisions as far as the driver lineup goes for this BDO pit report. cars out on the track then let's see who does what to whom at IMSA Radio, hello there uh, thank you to all of you who've been sending the support of messages, that's lovely right, where's your money going, Peter Mackay oh you've put me on the spot there uh, yep. John uh, whoa, for, for TCR very, very tricky. Uh, the the Hyundai's haven't quite showed their their full. Uh, I, I I don't know. They they haven't quite shown the expect that we're so used to seeing them uh, produce. But now it, it really comes down to it. Oh, I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna go for the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the heart, not the head. The little alpha's gonna be on pole. Well, shit has just said exactly the same thing. Jeremy Shaw. Hmm. Tough one, isn't it? It's gonna be. Uh going to be close I think uh, as uh, as Peter just said um, uh, the Hondas are looking pretty strong um, and they're going to be the two uh, the two Montreal Motorsports entries are going to be qualified by um, Dai Yoshihara probably isn't quite uh, in his first start in this series even with all its experience all sorts of different sorts of cars I don't think he's probably going to be a contender for the pole position but um, I don't know, it's, it's wide open, isn't it? Louis-Philippe Louis Montour could be a bit of a dark horse for this. He's going to be a qualifying number six car. Uh, otherwise, I would suggest number 17 car. Chris Miller, I presume, we're qualifying that. We did not see that car out this morning. Did we actually find out why? I don't think we did, did we? No. Um, but uh, I think that's going to be certainly a contender as well, car number 17. And presumably it'll be Chris Miller at the wheel. Well, you won't see the number 80 at Victor Gonzalez Racing Team for... 
at least five minutes because they have got a five-minute hold because of their late data stick. So that's neither of the Victor Gonzalez racing teams you'll see. Uh, the 99, remember, had that issue leaking oil earlier on after they'd put in a very good time indeed. And yet to see the 98 of Brian Hurt at Autosport just heading out at the moment. Is that the 98? Yes, yes it, it is. is. Yep. Yep. Well done, Peter. Just got the binos on it. Finally, the sun's gone round enough so that we're not being gently broiled in the contact in the global broadcast centre. Uh, so let's see where the times come in. What are we expecting, Jeremy? When do we start getting excited? Two thirty-six one at the moment at the top of the field. When does it start getting interesting? Oh, I was excited when I got here first thing this morning. <laughs> Uh, even actually over the weekend but uh, no I think la laps three or four I reckon three four five I think will be the the optimal time to to lay down that really fast lap uh, and maybe even a bit quicker than that because it's so warm mm. yeah two three four yeah 104 Fahrenheit track temperature yes. so it's fairly fairly cozy yeah. uh, once the Michelin engineers will tell you once you start getting um anywhere near Sort of mid to high 40s. We're not quite there at the moment in Celsius. Track temperature showing us 40 degrees Celsius. As Carl Whitmer improves again for the Montreal Motorsports Group, MMG. 158.3, 158.5 for his teammate, LP Montour, in the second of those cars. 93 and 6 then lead the field from Harry Godsacker in the Elantra, number 33. Then the uh, go, Adi. Yeah, go. Go. It's go, as, yeah. in, as in stop, go. Yeah. Or Navi Team Go. Indeed. Or what? That was G-O-H. Navi Team Go from... That was G-O, spelt G-O-H, the Japanese oh, team the at Le Mans. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I stumped Jeremy Shaw there. I don't, that doesn't oh, happen very often. Yeah, it was a bit left field, that one. <laughs> You're right, that was an alternative reference. <laughs> Nine and a half to go. Whitmer, Montour, Gottsack, a go. Ernston, Tally, Brown... <laughs> Orkley Williams, Gilsinger, Wu, Taylor Hagler. That's your top dozen. Yeah, and Daniel Wu, there's another interesting name. He's a, a prolific uh, actor, producer, director, and car collector. Uh, and he's making his debut this weekend in the Michigan Pilot Challenge. That's number 73 Honda for Racers Edge Motorsport. Great to see John Marachi's team uh, back in action here. Uh, and Daniel. Uh, so he'd been a, a car enthusiast from a very, very young age. Uh, and uh, he uh, has a pretty strong car collection in, in California. And he, he, his shop is based just a few doors away from the Ferrari preparation shop that is run by t his co-driver here, Tazzy Orton's his father. Uh, so they got together that way. And, uh, and Daniel invited Tazio to come out to kind of help him do a bit of coaching, basically. Uh, and they got together. They run a couple of seasons of NASA competition, club, club racing, basically. Uh, and now they're stepping up into the Michelin Pilot Challenge for this year. Uh, we've seen Tazio's name before, not in this championship. We saw him in the old the, uh, the prototype lights championship a few years ago. Also did some open wheel racing before that. They're both from Oakland, California. Harry Gottsacker to the top of the timesheets, number 33, 156.757. That's the car that he shares... Uh, that uh, number 33 car shares with Robert Wickens, the Canadian star. 
Oh, it is Carl Whitmore's qualifying number 93, is it? Yes, it is. Ah, fine. I, I was, we were down there just a few minutes ago. We were told it was going to be uh, Dai Yoshihara. So uh, if, if, if it's well, Carl, he's certainly going to be a contender for the pole as well. He has held pole position until Harry Gutzacker just went across the line there. 56.757. Three tenths of a second away. Here comes the 98 out of turn number four now. That is in the hands of Mason Felipe on his own. No help in the draft here in that 98 car in the Hyundai N Blue. Across the line, wait for the update. He goes up to eighth position with a 159 flat. Seventh, eighth, and ninth for the Brian Herter cars, other than Harry Gutzacker, who's at the top yeah, Preston Brown and uh, and his co-drivers uh, Nick Loymans and Denny Dupont they drove last year you'll remember for the Rockwell Autosport development team in uh, one of their uh, sequential gearbox Audis switching across this year to, for this long distance race all three of them to drive for Brian Hurd at Autosport in this car number 76 Who's next to the line? Here comes the Alpha, number five car. And Gavin Ernst on there as well. Gavin improves his time but not his position. He's down to 158.3. See above comment for William Talley. One place higher, actually, with the KMW Motorsports with TMR. The Julietta. Smashing-looking little car, that. So it's Hyundai, Honda, Honda, Alpha, Audi, Honda. No, check that. It's Hyundai... Honda, 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 Alpha, Audi, because Chad Gilsinger for Hart. Honda yeah. American Racing Team drops into third position. Yeah, that's again one of the older cars, the FK7 uh, model run by that uh, Honda of America Racing Team, number uh, number 89. It's a car we see each year regularly yeah, five or six times they're hoping for a similar program this year as well and all those drivers yes it's effectively I mean that, that's a, the definition of a factory team it's run out <laughs> of the Honda, man, Honda manufacturing plant in Ohio in Marysville but uh, it's not uh, it's not factory funded uh, the, the I mean they have, they have some help obviously particularly with parts and what have you but uh, the car is run privately by these team of enthusiasts who all work at Marysville Mason Felipe improves again. He's ploughing his own furrow, not looking for a draft from anyone. Goes back up to eighth position. He's trimmed his time to 158.4, but that's 1.7 seconds away from the similar car of Harry Gutzacker. Hyundai has never won here. Gutzacker's on the back of a four-car train that's led by Gavin Ernstone in the dark grey Audi. Also in there is Eduardo Gore in his Audi. Then it's the number five of Dr. Will Talley with the Alpha. All four of them coming down the, to the trioval now. And it looks like Gottsack is heading for the pit lane. Yes, he is. Now, you can't touch the cars. There's nothing you can do. So he's heading to the pit lane. We've also got the number 93 in the pit lane. That's Carl Whitmer. That's the first and second place cars. That's the front row provisionally in the pit lane. And still no car number 17, so uh, that JDC Minimos was Audi. We, did we find out? We didn't find out what happened to that car, did we? Well, Nobody on the box it. at all, Jeremy, so... Yeah. They were this morning, that's... 
76 blue and white. Elantra in as well. Didn't crash it yesterday, did they, in the practice? Yes, they were out yesterday. They didn't crash it, though, did they? No, no, not from my memory, no. Um, as you mentioned, they they didn't take part in the uh, in the roar test. I mean, you could see why they might maybe to, don't though. go out. In the, I know that. And so you would go out and the... I could see why maybe they weren't running in practice earlier, but not going out and qualifying is obviously a little bit more alarming. It's a four-hour race, though. Maybe they don't want to put the wear on the tyres. Well, at the back, you start if it's as back. hot as this, that could be a really good strategy. There's no points for qualifying here. So, yeah. no. I don't know. Right. Un- yeah, unlike in the Swerve uh, Tech Sports Car Championship, in the Sports Series, there are no qualifying points. Just the bragging rights. And, of course, the opportunity to start on the inside of the front row of the grid at the head of the field when the race takes the green flag. Three minutes to go. Mon- Montreal Motorsport Group Honda. LP Monteur in the number six car will be the next to cross the line. Just coming out of Speedway Turn 4 now in the white and yellow Honda. Sticks down to the yellow line. Crosses the yellow line because he's coming in to the pit lane with two and a half to go now that little gaggle of cars here comes Gavin Earnstone sixth position for him at the moment has improved on the last three laps and comes through if anything I think that 55 car's a little closer to him this time Gavin Gavin improves Will Tally improves and this what places Tally up to fourth and Earnstone down to fifth but it's Eduardo Go in the bright orange 55 Go racing Audi up to third position. He got a fantastic toe, uh, did Eddie Go. Per- played that perfectly and was up on a good lap and got a toe all the way around from the Le Mans chicane right round to the uh, to the start-finish line. Great tactic there from Eddie Go. Third place, fantastic. Yeah, impressive. 21-year-old from South Lake, based now in South Lake. Uh, in uh, in Texas, part of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, he's sharing that car with his father Lalo, and uh, grandfather, who was uh, also Eduardo. He he raced. Uh, he did some IMSA racing back in the seventies. So this family has been around this sport a long, long time. Good for them. We like those stories. Uh, a minute and a half to go. Seventy-four. It was an IMSA race in Mexico City, and. Uh, Eddie ran a, a Datsun 2 Datsun, thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Not Nissan, Datsun 240Z. Cool oh, stuff. Good car. Yeah. Great and, car. And Lalo, dad here, um, unfortunately, grandpa passed away a few years ago, but uh, da- dad, who's sharing a car with his son this weekend, uh, he raced in the Mexican F2 Championship, which was very, very competitive in, in the early 90s. Now, Will Talley is at the head of that little group that are going into the Le Mans chicane now who've been doing all that drafting Gavin Earnstone's in there as well actually I've just noticed that the number f- yeah that yeah the number five has got ahead I was just about to say but he's dropped everybody else so he's now on his own Gavin and Eduardo Go is right are right there behind him bye they've dropped off a little bit and then there's the number eight uh, of Will Clayton in the VGRT Honda, the lighter coloured car. But I can't see any of these guys improving. There's 19 seconds to go. If they want one more lap, they can take it. Looks like Gavin's peeled in. Yes, he has. Looks like the orange 55 has peeled in. Yep, that's Eduardo Gore. But going through for another lap, the number eight, that's... Uh, Clayton Williams for VGRT, Victor Gonzalez Racing Team. And he's the last one through before the chequered flag. 
There goes the 77 Hyundai. Taylor Hagler doesn't improve. Next through is Daniel Wu doesn't improve. We'll stay in 15th position. Jeremy has some news from JDC. Yeah, from uh, Mikey Taylor. Uh, Thanks, electrical Mikey. issue. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Oh. Car won't start, he says. It worked fine yesterday, but uh, it came in this morning and it wouldn't start. It changed all sorts of things on that car prior to practice, during practice, after practice. Still no go for qualifying. So really, really bad luck for that JDC Miller Motorsports team. They've had a, a first, a second, and a third here in the last three years with uh, uh, Audis on this track and uh, they're going to have to do if, you know, if they're going to have another strong run here tomorrow, which they will uh, but uh, first of all they've got to get that car running and nobody improving on that last lap Julian uh, Santero uh, in fourth position for the number 80 VGRT Honda Atlanta for Victor Gonzalez Racing Team yeah, he was about uh, a couple of tenths away a bit more than that eight tenths away from his best and they were the only three who took the checkered flag Clayton Williams still to come through he is at the Le Mans chicane now body language of that car suggests he's not on the ragged head edge of adhesion let's see how he comes through speedway turn three and four up on the high banks stand by for our first IMSA Radio Paul interview of the season looks like Clint's coming into the pit lane yes he is so our BDO pit reporter Shea Adam um, where are the staging you for this Shea which end of the pits are you I'm basically straight across from you by the Rolex shoot uh, in the movie pit box. That's where we are because this is where the cameras are going to be flashing ah, and good, uh, I see, yeah. everything going. Uh, Harry Gottsacker, this is exactly where you needed to start off the championship defense at the start of the field, especially at Daytona. This is one of the only races that Hyundai hasn't yet won, and you've just broken your own record. Eighth career pole position, I think this is. Congrats. Yeah, thank you very much. Our launcher and TCR car has been really, really fast all day today. Uh, we put in a lot of work during the roar. And it all kind of came together, you know. Can't wait thank the guys at Brian Hurd Autosport enough for giving me a fast race car today. And the uh, job's only halfway done. we got a big race tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now that you've got the championship under your belt, is the focus shifting towards just getting the race wins this year? Oh, 100%. You know, it's all about race wins uh, and the championship, too, at the end of the day. You know, you got to be aware of all the situations you're in. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Congratulations to all. And photograph with the car the helmets that will be on the website soon enough in the sunshine here at Daytona International Speedway half the job is done then as far as Michelin Pilot Challenge is concerned this is for the BMW M Endurance race tomorrow four hours we'll have it live for you if you're outside the US we have it live and commercial free uh, via IMSA Radio and the live video tab it's on the uh, top left hand side there. Click that and you'll. it's the first of the options. And that will take you through from flag to flag tomorrow afternoon. Looking forward to that. The four-hour races always bring a slightly different dimension. A little bit of extra strategic requirement and tactics will play a part. So we know that the TCR grid subject to post qualifying scrutineering 
uh, is going to be Hyundai Brian Hurt at Autosport and Harry Gotzak is timed good enough for the pole position ahead of Carl Whitmer. He'll start on the outside of the front row for the Honda Civic FL5 from Montreal Motorsport Group. Row two, how about this one? The Audi of Go Racing and Eduardo Go uh, with a masterful piece of drafting on the penultimate lap brings the 55 car up into third place just a pipping by about half a tenth Julian Santero for the Victor Gonzalez racing team Elantra that number 80 car will start in fourth position on the third row will be Chad Gilsinger for Hart and their Honda FK7 the FL5 Honda of Montreal Motorsport Group and LP Monteur will start in sixth on the fourth row of the grid Dr William Talley for KMW Motorsports with TMR fan favourite Alfa Romeo Giulietta, Giulietta Veloce and uh, that is your top qualifiers for tomorrow in TCR we are rolling for the 15 minutes of the GS these are the, T, the uh, GT4 uh, cars going out onto the grid and Sheer Adam was watching them leave Jensen Altman was uh, really keen to get on with it Sheer <laughs> Epic burnout is the only appropriate description for the Ford Mustang GT4 as it left its pit box. Um, another interesting qualifier of note, we've got Austin Cranes qualifying at the RS1 Porsche that he shares with two two-time former series champions. He's got Trent Hinman and uh, Stephen Mackler alongside. And for Turner Motorsports, because these cars are the defending champions, let's not forget, for the 95, it's going to be Dylan McIvern, winner here just a few years ago in an RS1 Porsche, funnily enough. And in the sister car, Francis Seldorf making his series debut. He's the VP Challenge champion, but now he's coming into Michelin Pilot with the Michelin Pilot GS champs. Seems uh, like a good combination. Welcome back to the track to Owen T Trinkler as well, who after that nasty fire in the Aston Martin, is back to race fitness. He'll be qualifying the number 46. Bit of a switch around, Jeremy, in the team lineup for Team TGM as far as the driver lineups are concerned this year. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, it, for, for, the, for, the, for the full season, um, Hugh Plum will switch across from the number 46. He, he'd, he'd been driving with his brother, Matt, for the last uh, several years. He's going to now partner with Ted Giovannis. Uh, in the uh, number 64 car, so that'll be an all uh, bronze-rated lineup for the season, and joined for the long-distance races by another veteran, Chris Wilson, who has driven for his own team uh, last year. It was, it was known as Will Sport alongside Gary Ferreira in Aston Martin for the last uh, two or three years. Well, uh, Gary's taken a, a step back from motorsports for this year due to his business commitments, but Chris was absolutely delighted to rejoin this team. He's driven with all these guys in the past. So uh, that, be, they'll be sharing the number 64 car. And Owen Trinkler, who previously was sharing the number 64 with uh, Ted Giovannis, he will switch across to the number 46 alongside Matt Plum. The Toyota Super GRs, Gazoo Racing Cars, out on the circuit. Black and gold for... The 23 and the other ones, the 58, isn't it? Um, they look absolutely stunning in that livery. Fifty-eight. Uh, can't be the 58. Which car? The two 
68. Sorry, thank you very much. Two smooth racing cars. Now, how are we pronouncing John's name in the 68, Jeremy? Uh, Jezbray. Jezbray, yeah. Jezbray, okay. It's not from Louche Barouche by any chance, is it? They are drafting each other at the moment up on the high banks. Well, he's got a pretty good drafting partner there in Bubba Wallace. In the yes, that Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR Cup Series driver, driving the other smooch racing car in the it's gorgeous black and gold uh, Mobile One livery. So, yeah, there's not. If you want some tips on how to draft well, speaking to a NASCAR driver is probably the best place to start. Yeah, if they'll tell you their secrets, mind you. Here comes the number 23 of Bubba Wallace. To well, he's sitting in behind his teammate at the moment, maybe passing some tips back and forth between the the radios. Just waiting for the times to come in. Haven't got up among the TCR cars as yet. Ten and a half minutes to go. This is qualifying for the Mission Pilot Challenge. First round for 2024. Bubba Wallace slings the car into turn one. Lays down some Michelin rubber through turn number two. Through the little chicane and down towards the international hairpin. These Toyotas have been coming on in leaps and bounds. Have had a win, of course, with the uh, Toyota GR GT4, Jeremy, with uh, Hitori Racing last year. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Hitori Racing, yeah, Shiggy's team back with a two-car effort for this season it was one car up until about a week and a half ago uh, <laughs> but now it's going to be two and they're going to be two very very strong entries uh, as well running as kind of number 50 which is going to be tyler max and the youngster alongside jack hawksworth no less uh, lexus uh, factory driver and of course uh, uh, defending champion in the gcd pro category and then the 51 car driven this weekend by uh, nick gallant Great to see him back alongside Mark Kwame. They're carrying the uh, racing to end Alzheimer's oh, good. Uh, colours, that purple yeah. and white livery. So great to see them back. And Matt Forbush is joining this weekend again. That's another all-bronze driver lineup. Hawksworth just going through the kink down towards the Western Horseshoe in the black, white and blue number 50 Toyota Supra, the GR Supra. GR standing for Gazoo Racing. That is Toyota's overarching motorsport brand now coming from Akio Toyoda's online car sales that he started many years ago he's miles ahead of his time that was called Gazoo and now is in all of their motorsports their whole motorsport global efforts come under the Gazoo Racing uh, banner whether they're on uh, the tarmac or off it. And uh, I had a chat with the NASCAR guys who were sharing that number uh, 23 car at the weekend and Bubba Wallace uh, was saying, yeah, I, I really need some help on the road course. He's actually done fairly well on road courses in NASCAR competition, but he really needed some help, so he got on the, got on the, uh, on the phone to Toyota Motorsports and they said, yeah, we can, we'll see what we can do and they lined up this, this drive and uh, alongside uh, John Hunt and Nemechek and Corey Heim last year's uh, Truck Series champion. It uh, it was something that Ford did a few years ago, yeah, wasn't absolutely. it? With, with some with some uh, success, yeah, to be well, honest, for the guys concerned. Absolutely, uh, guys and girls. Mm -hmm. uh, Haley Deegan drove that car last couple of years, and they did that for for, for quite a few years here. And uh, Toyota realizing it's a pretty good idea, 
uh, and so they've got the uh, three guys, you know, not all youngsters here, but uh, certainly all, all talented drivers and yeah, they don't have much experience in this sort of car, in fact zero experience in this sort of car because they hadn't done any testing prior to last weekend and, and Bubba had never even, he didn't even sit in the car the first day uh, on Saturday, so Sunday was the first time in the car. And um, but you know they're, they're pretty quick learners these guys, and they're certainly accomplished racing drivers. So it's great that you know, they're adding a, another level of interest, I think, to the Michelin Pilot Challenge. Jacks Hawksworth is at the top of the times at the moment by just on half a second from Francis Seldorf in the Turner Motorsport. Then the first of the Spanish racing Toyotas. Oh, and Trinkler up into fourth. That's right. Talk about getting back on the horse that kicked you. Excellent stuff. Then Dylan yeah. McAvern for Turner. Yeah, and uh, Francis Seldorf, last year's VP Racing uh, Sports Car Champion in the GSX class with Turner Motorsports, stepping up to the Michelin Pilot Challenge this year. He goes second fastest in Calibre 96. And rounding out the top six now is a young Canadian, Jesse Webb. Fancy we're going to hear a lot more of that young man in the years to come. Just uh, 19... Uh, years old. He's driving at number 34 JMF Motorsports car. That's John Farrow Motorsports uh, in uh, the Mercedes car number 34. He'll be sharing that car with Mackay Stevens. I was just about to say, why is Jesse Lazar still amongst the TCRs? He's just jumped up to what was second at the time. But now we've got the Carbon. In fact, Owen Trinkler jumped up to the lead for a second and now it's Sean McAllister for Carbon. So BMW G82, the number 39 carbon car for from Aston Martin and Owen Trinkler, the 46 team TGM. Another front engined rear wheel drive, drive car in the Hattori Motorsports. Jack Hawks with driven number 50. And then Jesse Lazar for Mia Motorsports in action. The McLaren Arteira GT4 before Francis Seldorf in fifth position for Turner Motorsport. These cars will stay out. We have 24 of the 29 car GS field now ahead of the TCRs. That's a solid field in its, uh, in its, you know, on its own, isn't it? 29 cars, Peter. But then you add the TCRs into that. We're going to have a cracking four hours tomorrow. You bet we will. And a very you know, that time from Harry Gottsacker was spellbinding. He was a significant amount faster than his team cars, and that's you know that's often the, the best reference you can get. Very, very impressive indeed. Coming to the line next, I look out to slightly to my left. I've sort of positioned myself now, so I'm looking straight down the tri-oval. It's going to be Sebastian Carrazo who leads the next group of cars. In behind him is Bubba Wallace trying to get a little bit of a draft going. Let's see if they improve. Moise Oretsky does. Doesn't change his position. Still McAllister, Trinkler, Lazar, uh, Hawks with Lazar, Seltorf. Luca Mars in seventh place with an improvement. Dylan McIvan in eighth. Paul Sparta in ninth. Jesse Webb. That's a good effort. In Paul Sparta. Yeah, very much. Random wow. Vandals. Yeah. Very impressive. Mercedes seem to be struggling a bit here. They, they were struggling at the weekend as well. Don't have the straight line speed of some of these other contenders. And uh, to their frustration, they didn't get any help with the a few bouncing performance tweaks that were announced yesterday. So the best of the Mercedes at the moment is 10th place, that's Jesse Webb. In fact, only, with uh, Marillo Racing not here, boy, it's sad not to see Ken, Kenny, uh, Ken Marillo's team here. They've had so much success over the last several years. 
Uh, and I texted Ken uh, earlier in the week and he said, no, unfortunately we don't have anything at the moment, but uh, don't worry, we'll be back before too long. So That's looking forward news. to that. Had, they came very close to winning the championship last season with, uh, with Ken's son, Kenny, alongside Christian Shimjak. That, by, that time, by the way, of Harry, Harry Gottsucker, that is a new class lap record for TCR by about a tenth of a second. Uh, just edges out the time of 156.837 last year by Matt Pombo in a Honda. Uh, that new mark by Harry Gottsucker, 156.757. Sean McAllister was very quick this morning in practice, going quicker than his gold-ranked teammate Jeff Westwell did in free practice one and currently eight-tenths of a second faster yeah. than anybody. Yeah, these BMWs are fast. Yeah. I mean, you that, you that see it on the straights. I mean, yeah. they, they just gobble up most everything else. I'm just amazed, actually, quite frankly, that they weren't pegged back a little bit after last weekend because it was apparent during the VP racing uh, challenge events as well. Well, the Sector 3 times are quite are quite telling. Sector 3, basically, from just the entry to the Le Mans chicane round to the to the checkered flag and or to the start finish line excuse me and that's pretty much all flat out once you're through the, yeah. the chicane and uh, McAllister was four tenths of a second faster just on that sector than Trinkler's Aston Martin in second so that gives you an idea where the lap uh, uh, quite a bit of the lap time is being made yeah and the Astons are, are not bad in the straight line I think. Uh, no no Brennan Kidd coming to the line now underneath us in the Aston uh, a little bit further back down the straight, a couple of cars running not quite close enough together, that was Jack Hawks with going through, doesn't improve that was a slowing down lap for him and now he's back on it again, a 2.06 there against his best of a 153 uh, Sean McAllister in first and Owen Trickler in second for Team TGM have both pitted, uh, 8 tenths of a second between them though so there's room for people to slot in there Jeremy certainly is that yeah. was a heck of a lap by Sean McAllister. Yes, it certainly was. Uh, and uh, hats off to Owen Trinkler. Boy, I mean, after well. that uh, incident he had uh, last month in testing here, if you, didn't, if you weren't with us earlier on, you didn't hear he had a uh, he, uh, the car burst a fuel line and caught fire, and it was a big co conflagration. The car was very, very badly damaged, and Owen was kind of lucky to get out. He struggled to keep the door open. It was a, a different system of opening the door that he was used to. Um, and um, managed to get out, but uh, suffered extensive burns to, particularly to his left arm and wrist, and has had to have some skin grafts to overcome that. Very, very painful, uh, and uh, it's a tremendous effort by Owen Trinkler to qualify that car. Second, he, 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 the first time he's driven a car since that incident was yesterday in, in a practice session. I think he did a few laps yesterday. Didn't drive at the weekend. Uh, only got clearance to drive about a week ago and decided just to wait as long as, as, long as possible before getting in the car, John. Checkered flag about to come out. Todd Coleman goes through in the number 88 Archangel Motorsport. Aston, what was that car with him? That was the 13, Jensen Altman in the Mustang, neither of whom uh, improved. Uh, Austin Kranz was, the, Kranz was the RS1 driver who did improve last time around in the number 28 Porsche last laps now for those that have gone through checkered flag coming for well actually a few people diving into the pit lane including Mark Kwame for Hattori Motorsports 
96 Turner BMW still on track at the moment for Francis Seldor. Fifth position for Francis. That was him rattling the curbs at the Le Mans chicane. You could hear just behind my voice. He's on the high banks of turns three and four now. Looking at a mainly blue sky, a little bit of overcast. Now into the tri-oval, but dives down below the double yellows and into the pit lane. There will be no improvement for him. No. Who else is out there at the moment who might improve? Stays just ahead of his teammate, uh, returning to the Turner Motorsport team, Dylan McAvern, in Cup oh, yeah. 95, former series champion. So really good effort there by Francis Seldorf to out-qualify somebody of the experience TGM of Dylan McAvern. through here in the 64 car and crosses underneath below us. Was that an improvement? Uh, seems interesting that they would stay out. Seldorf to take the check flag in the pit lane. Not a good qualifying session for the Porsches. The fastest Porsche two seconds off the ultimate pace and several other Porsches lingering right down at the bottom of the timesheet. So work to do for the uh, for the Stuttgart machines before tomorrow. Yeah, they're generally pretty, pretty fleet here. They've got a pretty small frontal area on those Porsches. They're fairly fast around here. Trying to see who that was that went through. I think it was the 71. It was Frank Depew. First outing in the Aston Martin in this championship. But of course he was out in the VP race last weekend, Jeremy. Uh, actually, no, he didn't make the start, did he, Frank Depew, last weekend of the VP? He didn't. No, he, he, he got out for a couple, well, not even a couple of laps, actually, in one of the practice sessions. And then they had a, it turned out to be a gearbox problem in the car. So um, that was the end of their weekend. Uh, he, he, I, I didn't, I didn't see his name. Well, he, in fact, his name wasn't on the timing charts after any of the VP sessions. But he told me this morning that he did uh, actually start one of the sessions, and, and but didn't didn't complete the lap before the, the car ground to a halt. And he was unable to fix it last weekend, so he didn't take part in those two races. But uh, will be racing this weekend, and uh, it's a kind of an interim livery on that to, on that car, the zebra livery. It's a camouflage. Yes, I was going to say. Like, yeah, they're going to announce you know their, their the proper colours like. soon. All right, yes. We know what the Aston looks like. Still a couple of cars to come back in, but nobody to set another time. We're looking across the track, uh, and Shea Adam is standing by to talk to the car and or talk to the driver who will be leading them round and controlling the pace for the BMW M Endurance four hours round one of the Michelin Pilot Challenge for 2024. And he doesn't know how this works because this is his first pole position. So he's pulled up here in the penalty box and we're all giving him thumbs up and saying, come on out of the car. And he's giving us thumbs up back and just got the message through to Sean McAllister that he is clear to come out of the car. Now, it is a rule, so it's good that he was paying attention to that because if you normally get out of your car after qualifying has finished, then there's an issue because the car gets disqualified all the time, gets allowed. So very, very heads up for uh, Sean McAllister. He's now trying to untwist the belts and clamber out of the BMW. It's been fastest in every session so far. So that's uh, very impressive from the Carbon with Peregrine Racing Team. We'll let you take your helmet off and give you a second to, to compose yourself. That was a really good session, though, and especially considering how fast the BMWs were for uh, all of the practices leading into today's qualifying. And then, of course, tomorrow's race. 
<laughs> no problem. I like the fact that Sean's helmet actually matches the car now. Uh, Sean, congrats on your first pole position, finally. Long time coming. It's the BMW M Endurance race, so you picked a good one to try and get your first pole at. How good is this car going to be for a four-hour contest, though, versus a 15-minute shootout? Oh, we're in a really good spot right now. The uh, boys have been doing a great job all week through the roar, through this event, and uh, just setting up an amazing car, easy to drive. Um, we're going to probably make a few changes. I'm not sure um, what exactly yet, but just to make sure it's a better four-hour race car. And we're just going to be... Uh, just make sure like the car is good for a long run and just stay out of trouble. Oh. I know the GT3 version of this car, the drivers say it's very comfortable to drive. There's good AC in it. it it's not a hot car. Is the GT4 the same? GT4 is exactly the same. They've got AC running through your back as well, so it's great. It's honestly like a road car. It's amazing. Um, I'm loving it, and uh, yeah, I've definitely been enjoying the platform switch. Um, Steve's obviously a wizard on these uh, BMWs, so... Yeah, he's got given me a great car, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to go for the uh, four-hour. I was asking Jeff Westfall, your co-driver, a little bit earlier on about the possibility of you doing a longer stint and splitting the four-hour race almost into two two-hour races. Do you think that now that's a real possibility since you're starting on pole? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've been training very hard over the off-season. I've been doing long, long runs um, just to make sure I'm in shape. Um, so far, the car has been super easy to drive and super untaxing on me, so it's been really great, and it'll be great for a long run, but uh, who knows? We might end up in a situation where we need to pit early and get do a driver change early, so we're ready for anything. Finally, congrats on your first pull. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sean McAllister then clocking up a pole position for Carbon and Peregrine Racing, it, keeping changing cars, but keeping their colours that we've become so used to that grey and uh, highlighter yellowy green colour nice job for mm -hmm. the, those guys and at the end they finish eight tenths of a second ahead of the Aston of Owen Trinkler great job for him starting on the front row he was just 0 0.07 of a second away from Jack Hawks within third another two tenths back to Jesse Lazare so unusually Jeremy um, it's almost two seconds um covering the top 10 but eight tenths of that second uh, a tenth of, of that gap is, is a gap between first and second we're not used to that in this championship we're certainly not uh, that was a tremendous effort by uh, Sean McAllister really uh, driving uh, a lot lot better th this year even than last and you know he's had a fair bit of experience now this is his 20th start in the Michelin Pilot Challenge he did a couple of years of Porsche Carrera Cup North America before that and or GG3 Cher Adam was our BDO pit reporter. It was Peter McKay and Jeremy Shaw with me in the booth. We'll have that race for you on Friday in its entirety, flag to flag, outside the US, here on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.